Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. The show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous, and the fantastic community that surrounds it. A place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 461 of Lave Radio, a prime episode, if you if you want to believe the, uh, the numbering. And, of course, it's Prime Day as well, which is, is it's weird. Um, this show talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, uh, otherwise known as Colin Ford. I'm the Chief Archivist at Lave Station. Uh, and joining me in this wonderful orange Ciderwinder bar that we own... We have, um, well, our look, quick looks up because I've, our main head of health and safety is not here, so we'll go with our staff liaison officer, Commander Sykett. You're so used to saying it. It's like um, it is. muscle memory it's at this automatic. point. We have our head of... Oh, shit. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Oh, what a shit. This is going to be This is going to be the least lewd episode that we've had in recent history because Ben isn't here to do nonsense. I'm quite sure you'll make up the difference. I'm going to work on it. Oh, God. Right. We also have our SRV Banksy, which is Commander Alec Turner. I'm looking for my parents. I'm hoping they've been saved. I tried to <laughs> rescue them myself, but I got fucking glaved. Oh, he's been dun, working dun, on dun, that. Dun. <laughs> uh, we also have, um, to replace the aforementioned head of health and safety, uh, the tech gibbon... Is it that really fair to call you a gibbon? Yes. Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so Hello. Hello. I mean, it is the job that I applied for, but, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I will put my request into my HR representative, but I have the feeling it won't go anywhere. <laughs> She's too busy to listen to the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, if you wish, you can join us live. Uh, Chris is hanging out in uh, Lave Station in Open at the moment. Uh, but if you can get to us in-game, you can join the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through laveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat or go to twitch.tv slash laveradio or look up Lave Radio on YouTube, Facebook, 
Twittery X, whatever that is. And, and we'll be there. So, um, yes, feel free to chip in in the chat. Uh, next. Let's just quickly go around and see what everybody's been doing this week. So we'll start with Claire. Because I've got, sus- I've got a sneaking sus- suspicion you, you are suffering from uh, Mr. Uh, Elvis thingy. What? Oh, never mind. You just like the new cyberpunk. Oh, no, it was good. It was good. It, cyberpunk's good. Um, I finished that, like, la- well, I finished the main quest line of that last week. Um, I played a little bit more of that this week. It's been fun. I've played um, a bit more um, Baldur's Gate. That's been fun as per usual. I've played a bit of Elite, little known Woo. space game. Um, it's uh, Steam Next Fest as well this week. Um, so I've been eyeing up some other demos and shit to play, which look like um, they might be they might be a bit of a laugh. Um, what else? Outside of like a gaming sphere, I actually left the house last week which Ooh, was uh, a new a new novelty for me but we went to um we went to see a play in um cardiff um called um the crown jewels which is a um play about something it's to do with king charles and the thieving of crown jewels um that's about as much as I could figure out of what the plot was because between you me and ev- and people who are listening it was not very good but I very much enjoyed myself it was very fun it had Al Murray in it it had Mel Gedroich it had um one of the one of the lads from the Inbetweeners was in it as well so um Neil Morrissey was supposed to be in it but he wasn't in it it was written by the guy from um oh do you see my husband's here he says the, it's the attempted theft of the crown jewels when Charles II was on the throne but Al Murray played Charles II and he was fucking hilarious like um the funniest it was a really really fun experience i we we completely laughed our asses off at it i didn't really think the play was any good but he was fantastic and while um i'd been it was very touch and go whether or not i was going to be able to go because i was in an awful lot of pain and we parked quite a quite a way away um so when chris went off to go and get the car and stuff i um waited for him outside the theater and snapped a cheeky selfie with al murray which was really nice he was really cool and really nice to talk to so that was my i had a really nice week meeting al murray and going to the theater and having a laugh and yeah it was awesome i'm 10 out of 10 would recommend having low expectations of a play again because it was it was good fun um yeah that's about it for me for me for my week excellent oh i'm glad i'm glad i'm just glad you got out I mean, same, same, because like the last four weeks have been like, I don't know what I've done. I've done nothing other than sit in front of different computers in my house doing things on the Internet. And it's been quite um, a revolution to be able to leave, leave the property. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Okay, we'll move on to um, Alec. How have you been? Watcher. I've been a bit poorly, actually, because uh, I managed to blag myself a COVID jab on Saturday, mm. which I'm, I'm sure will pan out in the long run. But in the short run, I've been feeling pretty crap for three days now, which I could <laughs> I could do without. I just, I, it turns out I wasn't eligible to have the flu jab as well. Um, thank God, because I, I definitely didn't want 
twice the symptoms I've got at the moment. Um, that's about it. That can't be out of game. Uh, what else have I been doing? I've been listening to a really, really good podcast. Um, this is just completely incidental, but when I'm commuting, I listen to lots of podcasts, uh, and they're not all about elite. And it is the All the Right Movies podcast. I think it's been going for a very, very long time. But it's a bunch of blurks who sit around and discuss uh, movies in great depth. Uh, and it's it's great. It's great. They, they, I've just been listening to the one about um, uh, American Werewolf in London. And I, I've been dipping through their back catalogue. And one about um, The Thing and Alien and Blade Runner. So loads of great classic films and all sorts of good insights. Yeah, really, really recommend it, actually. It's been around a long, long time. In-game, and we will get on to a lot more of this later, I'm sure, I have been doing, trying to do Titan pod mining. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yes, I we will get onto this later. Yes, I think we will. I, I think I will just save, <laughs> I will save it all for that, but I've been going, yeah, in and out yeah. of maelstroms. Bottle it up. Bottle it up. Been doing a bit of time trials in between that, uh, unsurprisingly, to, to go and have some fun as opposed to Titan pod mining, which is not fun. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I, I'm light on news this week. Sorry about that. Um, Chris, you're, you're supposed to be this rare thing called a tan Scotsman, is that right? <laughs> yeah, li- limited edition for, for probably uh, the remaining sort of five hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my usual thing is I, I go away on holiday, I get a tan, and uh, it washes promptly in the rain onto the tarmac of Edinburgh Airport, not to be seen again for another 12 months. Um, well, that's <laughs> the rain in Edinburgh. It just takes your yeah. skin off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way it works. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been away in Greece. Uh, I've been off uh, visiting family over in Greece for a week, uh, which was really nice. It's just uh, good to get away, good to get a bit of sunshine and everything like that. Top up on those vitamins that I am... Desperately lacking. You're Scottish. Uh, Scottish people don't get. Don't, you don't need those particular vitamins because of your pale skin and the propensity for melanomas. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, over visiting the family um, and uh, doing lots of chores and sorting out bits and pieces. They basically save all their tech issues for when I go and visit. So I was uh, teaching people how to use fire sticks and sorting out uh, broadband routers and all sorts of. Bits and pieces and uh, moving firewood i did more manual labor last week than i think i've done all year um <laughs> moving firewood into a shed um that's the kind of holidays that the chris mark four gets to when he goes away though um not wanting to completely overshadow uh, a uh, getting to see al murray and getting a selfie with al murray um i um actually got a selfie with the real life elvis who is <laughs> Definitely still alive. It was 100% Elvis, yep. 100% Elvis, and he is now playing Tavernas in Greece. So, you know, if you want to see Elvis... (laughs) I'm going to post that on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You sent me, because it's so funny. (laughs) What time did you send me that picture? I need to see. Uh, It would have been... Oh, probably a Thursday night, I'm going to say. Wednesday or Thursday night. I can't remember. Uh, but it was definitely 100% Elvis. <laughs> so funny. No, no doubt whatsoever. So, yeah. Um, um, so, because I was very busy seeing definitely the real Elvis over in Greece, 
Um, I have not had any time in game, unfortunately. So I've I've been sort of watching other people's videos of of what they've been doing in game and sort of reading up on our our new rescue limpets. <laughs> oh, sorry. <And> the... <laughs> I just see the aforementioned. Um, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's one hundred percent Elvis, no doubt whatsoever. You agree, Colin? Right. It's a picture of me smiling next to 100% the real Elvis. Yeah. So picture on 100% real right Elvis and picture the most handsome Scottish person you've ever seen standing <laughs> next to Elvis. And that is totally the picture that has just been shared to everyone in the studio. And on Twitter. You're, you're oh, the one yeah. in sunglasses and white sequined jacket, right? Yes, and standing next to him is Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, moving on quickly. Um, let's quickly have a quick look over what I've been up to. Um, yeah, the arms are getting better. Uh, I can, I'm, I can, I've been playing quite a bit of Elite Dangerous at the moment, um, mostly using a gamepad, um, which I managed to uh, to remap. Um, although <laughs> I am still having the occasional moment where I'm uh, pressing the wrong button at just the wrong moment not not a good idea to switch off your silent running when you're very close to a um <clears throat> a titan anyway um apart from that yeah it's pretty similar to psychic bit of boulders gate bit of cyberpunk um and uh yes i think i think that's about it i'm afraid to say Oh, apart from the fact I now have we've now paid the car off, so yay! <laughs> we've got a genuine that car's genuinely ours. So yeah, it's a, it's amazing what what passes for satisfaction when you're old. <laughs> Some people it's going out and having a good time, us it's paying a full loan. Way. Anyway, on that uplifting note, uh, we'll quickly move on to the development news. Well, what have the devs said this week? Nothing. So we are assuming that update 17 is still on target for the 16th yesterday. Next week, rather. You. I thought I'd missed an update for a second there. Yes. Um, <laughs> trust me on this. When I'm getting my time mixed up, I found out it's mostly due to the drugs that I've been on. <laughs> <laughs> You should have said like old age or something, Colin. It'd be more believable. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, as far as we know, update 17 is still coming on. I think it's this Monday, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. You are Quick, accurate yeah. in that assumption. Quickly looking at my, my desktop calendar to find out. Yes, Update 17 on the 16th. Is that quite unusual for Frontier to do an update on a Monday? Didn't they plan it for a previous... Mon- Monday a little while back and then it ended up being a Tuesday instead wasn't that a little while ago I think that was that was update 16 it might have been yeah yeah they they were going to they I think they put it back originally from a Thursday and it went but to a Monday and then to a, I remember one where it just kept on going back further and further but it just came out just in time for us to have a look at it yeah so um yeah update 17 Fingers crossed. Stay on target. Excellent. Yeah. Can't wait. So that moves us to the community news. Well, we've had quite a, actually a little bit of community news this time because of uh, one of the things that uh, happened last week. But well, first off, we have to give a shout out to Mark Moxon. And he's one of the programmers that uh, 
how shall I put this? He, I am both impressed and feel sorry for him that he's actually reversed engineered uh, a, a version of Elite. Uh, in this case, it's the SNES version. Uh, and what's even better is he's fully documented the code, and you can find that at, uh, at on GitHub, Mark Moxon. And yeah, so if you actually want to open the sausage and see what's inside the sausage uh, for the old Elite game and how all the procedural generation worked and all that kind of stuff, you can actually uh, dig into it. Um, one of the things that did surprise me was that, I mean, I didn't know this, that there is actually an entire site dedicated to reverse engineering various versions of Elite. And that can be found at uh, bbcelite.com, which is, yeah, that is... That was a surprise to me, and I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this as a as a coder, as a developer myself, and just getting into what I considered to be the black magic of what created something that I was so enthusiastic about in my youth is is you know. Plus, also, it, it always helps to reverse engineer someone else's code so that you can suddenly go, oh, I could do that better, or oh God, I've got no chance. Yeah, I'm just skimming it's, this stuff now. It's it's amazing, isn't it? It's so mm, Wow. Yeah. Although I'm 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 sure now I'm sure Ben told me this that uh David Braben thought that the NES version was the best version of Elite. But I can't remember it but I've been corrected and I said that's Ian Bell's and David Braben's is the Archimedes. So if anybody knows uh which one is whose favourite, let me know. Just, just hey. a subtle, just a subtle an argument on the internet, <laughs> David. If oh, you're out God, there, right in. Let us know which is your favourite. Yeah. Oh dear. Yes. Uh, Commander Ventura, you're forgetting thirty. Go to ten. Um, right. Uh, next up. Well, obviously this week, um, as we'll cover in the news, the um, the new human. <laughs> the human extraction missile was was launched by Aegis, and people have been going into the Titan and extracting people from the uh, from the Titan. Um, they've got quite a few videos that, about this, so we'll just we'll just name drop them. Uh, and if you, if anybody's seen them, just stick your hand up and comment. Uh, we've got Ricardo's gaming. Anyone seen that one? Right, fine. Um, Ghost Giraffe did an entire two hours of uh, of trying to dig out humans, which was quite amusing. Uh, Jason Kai did a quick overview of what there was. Uh, Commander Mekin did a How to Save Humans from Titans and I the Titan Rescue build. Oh, excellent. What did you think to that one? It's very good. Uh, it goes through in quite a lot of detail a uh, anaconda build for going into the Titan, and then it um, it does a run into the Titan and out again while Mechan talks um, very clearly and precisely about everything he is doing to get both in and out. Um, the only the only slight puzzle for me is uh, two things, I suppose. His his HUD, in particular with the mining thing, and I think we've already touched on this last week, but the way the HUD flickers makes timing your, your mining release difficult. Mm. Um, his HUD didn't seem to flicker nearly as much as mine. Uh, I did ask him in the video comments wh whether he'd managed to turn off that somehow. 
Um, and he said no. Um, so what I'm now wondering is whether because I'm using ED HUD mod to color my HUD, whether that is in some way making mine worse, if anything. So I need to jump in their Discord and find out. And the other thing I don't understand is how Commander Mechan was able to um, sit near the Titan, quietly mining humans and not being bothered by Thargoids. Um, I, I did that the other day. Yeah, well, I don't understand how you do it either, because my ship is sitting at typically 1% when I'm using my thermal vent beams, and I'm quietly sitting there very close to the humans on 1% heat, and I'm lucky if I can get one um, thing mm. scooped up before the, the Thargoids are on me like flies on shit. Yeah, um, I think we'll, we'll touch on that later. <laughs> because, yeah, that was... Oh, trying not. I'm trying not to go into we'll that. Touch on that right we'll now. touch on it later. We'll touch on it. It's yes. all good. It's anyway, all good. It's good video. Sorry, good video by Commander Mechan. Um, if only the game behaved for me the way it behaves for him. <laughs> uh, and there's Captain MD as well, who had the Thargoid Titan rescue guide and advanced something or other, because the the show notes run out here. <laughs> it's advanced Obviously, techniques, I think. Advanced techniques. Um, yeah. Um, I haven't had a chance to see that one, but we'll, what we'll do is we'll put all links to all these videos in the show notes, so you can um, go through them at your own uh, at your own pace. However, there was one additional one um, which involved Alec Turner doing weird things with pods. <laughs> yes, I had a slight mental breakdown. This video has been um, uh, well; several people have seen it. It's a, it's a thin line between genius and absolute madness. Um, but I did eventually manage to get some pods out. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I handed a couple in. But, the, the, the well, I don't, I don't want to say the reward's lame because I'll get slagged off for talking <laughs> about rewards. But it is lame, and it's not very, you know, it's not very rewarding. Um, so I handed a couple in in case it triggers something. But I uh, then decided to go and take amusing photos with my pods. Sorry. And then... Uh, uh, you know, having collected a bunch of amusing photos of pods, I, I couldn't decide what to do with them. And then I came up with the genius and or mad idea of making a children's story with them, which some people seem to quite like. It was Should fun. <laughs> it I was fun. It, it, it is yes. nonsense. It is nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, go on, Chris. What's your question? My question, did, 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 did the pod get, get taken to a rescue ship at the end, or is, or is it still posing on station concourses? After well, the, I mean, uh, you know, I logged out, and when I logged back in, it had gone, so I assume they've been taken to um, a facility where they're, they're being de- defrosted as we speak. Because I read in the news that there was a strict quarantine regime involved. <laughs> <laughs> you think maybe they shouldn't just have been lying behind the bar like that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm just just putting it out there. If if anything happens, you know, should this spread somehow without without any notice and upcoming events, I am going to be blaming you, Alec. Yeah, if the outbreak starts at um, <laughs> Kaylee Barracks, then we know we know what went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's people having dinner, and then all of a sudden their stomachs are all exploding. Yeah, it's your fault. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, what did people think of these pods? Now that they've, they've, we've managed to extract them, and people have obviously jettisoned the pods to see what they look like, great. and they're not—they're not, they're not, 
Yeah, they're not exactly standard pods, are they? They're gross, aren't they? It's great. Yeah, they look awesome. They do look a little bit like sort of rather cute sort of penguins. Penguins, yeah. Yeah. And they, they yeah, almost they have a little penguins. face. They do. <laughs> they do, but they also have, they also make terrible sounds. The, um, it, it, it springs to, it's like listening to a scuba diver, but also distorting it. You can hear it breathing. And yeah. I think that's really cool. I love it. I think they're brilliant, actually. I, I always forget with Elite, you know, I, I, I probably would have checked in this case, but I always forget that, you know, you scoop up all these different things, you know, God knows what sort of broken shielding and dysfunctional wiring elements and all this stuff. Um, and they all, a lot of the stuff looks different, you know, if you pop it out. It's quite hard in space, but if you pop it out on a planet and then get out and go and have a look, quite a lot of these things have got really nicely detailed graphics on them. They're, they're great to look at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not all just um, individual containers with it that are just the same thing. Yeah, they're not just mm. boxes. You know, they're, they're yeah. often quite yeah. interesting to look at. There has also... There was a Galnet, I mean, we're going to touch on Galnet in a second, but there's a Galnet, um, I say touching Galnet, we're going to talk about Galnet in a second, but there's a Galnet article about um, what it looks like inside there as well um, that came out today, which again, is really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Every, like the whole of it, the, all of it is, ah, all of it is really alien. And I know that sounds really dumb to say about things that aliens are doing to people in a space game, but everything is incredibly alien in its make. And that's really cool design choices. And I like it. It is, isn't it? I, well, I really like, and I don't know if it's the same people all along, but if you, you know, if you put side by side the, the Thargoid sensors and probes and links and the different types of interceptor and the scouts and the hunters and, and these pods, um, you know, and the, and obviously the Titan and that there's a consistent alienness to them mm. in the same way that, you know, say Geiger's stuff all has a consistent look to it. It's cohesive design. Yeah. It's even, great. For, even designed by multiple, multiple different people by the likelihood um, they have, they, you, you can look at it and go, that's a bit Thargoidy. Yeah. If you took eight Thargoid things and one guardian thing, you know, the mm. guardian thing would stand out a mile. The, 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 the very different design ethos. Yeah. I mean, I must admit, first time I saw one of those, first thing that came to my mind was moist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Terrible word, but appropriate in this case. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. I've yet to get myself up, uh, get my dirty mitts on on, on one of those. But uh, oh, oh. I, did, did anyone see the pink one that somebody posted to Sally on Twitter today? No, it was it was in space. One. Yeah, it was in space. In fact, it might even have been near the Titan. And I don't know if it was lit by maybe pink lasers. I couldn't see pink lasers in the in the shot. But um, the bit in the middle that's sort of yellow. You know, there's the sort of crusty green bit, and then the smooth yellow bit. Mm-hmm. The smooth yellow bit was pink. Ooh, that's a, that's a nice combination of color uh, color lighting. Then, yeah, it was adorable. Commander Crunch Buttsteak posted it. Ah, but it looks go. like it looks like he's just inside the Titan on the pictures. I assume it's lit by something. But... Possibly. Well, you look pink inside the Titan. If you're this is colored it for for um, Sally. I hope not. Yeah. Well, um, 
we'll, we'll touch on on this later because yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's commented in the Galnet news article, which we'll we'll, uh, we'll be able to discuss. Um, we are also giving a shout out to Commander Exorcist because he's now up to was it series five, episode thirty or something? Something of his out there series, which wow, yeah, he's he's cranking them out left, right, and center, and they're all good. They're all sort of like two, three minutes, but you put them all together, and it's yeah, yeah. So keep on going, Commander Exorcist. We are following you, um, and we actually have a um, a mass player bounty hunt being organised by the PBSF on the twenty eighth of October. It says, um, bring your Sides, Eagles and Cobras or any other small ship. Engineering and any weapons are permitted. Uh, collectively show the NPCs of uh, Sinaz Hazrez, who's the boss. So the location is uh, Sinan Hazrez, which are the rings on Planet One. The date is the 28th of October at um, 9 UTC, uh, 2100 hours or 9 p.m. UTC. Uh, comms will be on the PBSF Vox channel uh, and the Bob Shot carrier will be in the system for rearm and resupply. Please make sure you dock there before heading to the Haz in case the worst should happen. So, it's nice to see a player event being organised that's that's not a bucket ball. Yeah, it so, is, isn't it? Yeah. Has anyone um, been... I haven't. I confess I haven't looked for a long time. Has anyone been back to Frontier's community calendar? I'm assuming it's died to death. No, it is updating. Is it? Good. So, I yeah, I looked oh, at it the other day. Uh, yeah, I'm just checking now, but there doesn't seem to be anything on for October. It, there was stuff for, for last month. I'm sure there was. I looked the the other thing, but it was stuff that was already ongoing, so I couldn't include it in the community staff. I, ah, I confess right. I've been remiss in not putting the last couple of buckyball races on it because I just thought oh, nobody's looking and they're not doing a live stream and yeah, so I'm as guilty as anyone for not <laughs> not keeping it alive. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's the PBSF. So uh, yeah, that's that covers everything really Can for I... the community this week. Oh, go on then, Alec. Yeah, I missed getting this in the notes, but I, I did mean to shout something out. Maybe I'll we'll get it in the in the notes when they go online. Um, Commander uh, Scorpius, who made his fantastic aftermath. Oh shit! I was going to include this as well. God damn it! His, his oh, breakdowns. He's, he's done a couple of really short little breakdown videos on how he made specific scenes. They're incredible. I, I find it absolutely mind blowing how much work has gone into them. You know, there's um in 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 part of his short film, there's a sequence where he's scanning a mega ship. And mm. and it's kind of in the background, you know. It's it, half the time he's talking to, um, is it Jane, his co-pilot, you know? And you, th- there's just this sort of mega ship vaguely off to one side of the picture. The amount of work he went into getting the graphic of that mega ship being scanned is absolutely mind blowing. So, give me a whole new appreciation for the amount of work that's gone into that video. Well, I'll I'll get those links and I'll get them in. Excellent. So we'll get them into the show notes at some point tonight. Uh, right, so um, if you have a community event that is taking place soon, and would you like us to shout about it across the airwaves, tweet us at laveradio or email us at info at laveradio.com, which I've still got to get set up properly on my machine because I know that somebody else isn't checking it. <clears throat> yes. So... Um, 
let's quickly cover off what has been happening in the game itself. Well, on the 5th of October, um, celebrations have started in Seoul for the federal election. This is also tied into a community goal where people can bring tons of goodies to Seoul and uh, get loads of money for it. So, yep, federal um, federal president um, Hudson is is being kicked out of office. Whether or not his uh, power play faction will remain as they are, we don't know. It'll be interesting to see, because the other person doesn't have a picture yet. I mean, technically, I don't suppose they need to update the, the power play thing. You could just have him as ex-president. Well, yeah, I mean... Um... Ashling doesn't hold any power, does she? And she's a power play leader. True. Very true. Although it all depends on what your definition of power is, because apparently she's got well, a Well, I mean, she's got quite a following, but there's nothing to say that when somebody is no longer a, a person of political power, they're not a person of political interest, if you're including that. Um, I would say don't necessarily count... Um, Hudson out of the power play, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. Because, like, why? Why would you? Why would? Why would they? I'm gonna. I'm not. I wasn't. I was gonna say something really negative. I'm not gonna say something really negative. I self centered <laughs> myself. Um, the the day of the reveal is it? So the Thursday that they're talking about is it this Thursday or next Thursday? Because yes. then that would be after update seventeen drops. Then, which means they would have the potential to load in some stuff. So this was um this came out on Thursday last Thursday I believe mm. um so it would like one would assume that next Thursday is this Thursday coming um yep. which would be um and then it says the results will be Monday I mean oh. the, the election Just winner will be announced time. at the start of the following week we all oh, have access. <laughs> so, also included within this celebrations in Seoul for federal election, every single Pilots Federation member has access to Seoul yep. for the beginning of update 16. 17. 17. Fuck! It's on the 16th. <laughs> should have done it on the 17th. They should have just made update 17 on the 17th, you bitches. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we all have access to Seoul. So I would, if it were me, before update 617 drops, fuck, before it drops, we go and um, we all go and congregate in Seoul because my gut says that some shit's going down. It's too interesting, isn't it? Something's going to happen. Yeah, you've got to. It's even missed to not go. I'm getting. I, I was trawling through back through Galnet just before the show. Didn't I, I want to say HIP twenty two four sixty, but it was the other way around. They slapped a permit on it. But I'm sure this has happened before, where Frontier yeah. encouraged us to go somewhere. And yeah, it was. Did. It was. The, it was the salvation blowing up. Everything right. happened. Okay. That kind What's, of stuff. Everyone was um, encouraged to go to um, uh, go to there and um, see everything that happens. So we all went there like nutters. And um, when we when we got the cutscene, and then when we loaded in, we were off the mega ship and right. sort of floating right. without anything in space. It was all like um, added added immersion to mm. to those things. So something yeah. is going down, isn't it? Have we got theories? I mean, I it, I feel it's got to be far good. I feel like it's bugger all to do with the election because oh, for sure. What, I mean, there's nothing to see, is there? But it's the the Thargoids are going to hit. So don't you think it's going to? 
I can't come to any other conclusion currently. It, there has to be... I, it feels too... It would be so disappointing if something didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Be, I like, and we've been here time and time again, haven't we? Mm. We have, but yeah. the last time we've had something so signal boosted, everything went tits up for um, salvation. The last time we've had like, here we go, this is the thing, this is what's coming, um, or everybody, everybody's supposed to be gathering in Seoul for celebrations at the beginning of next week. It just feels, t- it feels too, um, I'd be you very surprised if we don't of. get another, um, another Gowner article going, please come there. You know what it reminds me of? It was reminds me of every single one of those sci-fi um, epics that starts and the entire fleet gathered in one place for a celebration <laughs> just when the enemy hit. You know, yeah. Independence Day, there's the people who stay outside and then there's the people who stand on top of the Empire State Building and hold up the the um, the cards going, hi, well, we, we welcome you, peace and love and all of that shit. And they're the people who die first. Um, yeah, well, they're on the given that. Yeah, well, they were on the Kingfisher. That's a completely different thing. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, head to Seoul at your own risk. Fucking go. I mean, what would you you lose? What do you lose? Because you're not going to lose a ship. Obviously. We haven't, we haven't touched on it yet, but it's coming up in a second, um, but we've already mentioned it. I think the Galnet about um, the fact that the pods uh, have already been opened, or some of them have. Mm. Um, it, it blew my theory. I think I was um, in your Twitch chat, like it when this Galnet dropped, actually. And my immediate thought was that they're going to, as part of these soul celebrations, they're going to sort of open the first pods, you know, and let the first mm. people out. Um <laughs> And I just imagine this meeting of of all the political leaders and the pod being opened and something absolutely yeah, horrific I think, bursting I up. think we talked about that when when that yeah. fir- when that first galnet dropped and we were sort of like going yeah and that it'll be the big opening of the pod and then yeah, yeah grossness would occur and sudden like killing of everyone and all the thargoids would turn up and big explosions. I think you've been watching too much Dead Space. <laughs> What's Dead Space? Oh. Uh. Um, do, do you think they're going to let the people that have come out the pods vote? You know that that would be why they get released from quarantine because otherwise, otherwise you're you know you're interrupting the the uh, democratic process. Hudson's party is a couple of million short, so they crack open the pods. The, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's there's definitely a um, a real life comparison to be made there. Um, somebody complaining because they're using what who are technically dead people to vote. <laughs> but uh, ooh, are they dead? Really? Well, uh, they, no, no, absolutely no. they're not. But no. <laughs> right. Well, moving on from there, um, from let us discuss the fact that Aegis produces subsurface extraction missiles, or the uh, the people popper, or people pod poppers, as we call them. <laughs> yes, and what I really want now is I want a ship skin that's in purple for your people pod poppers. <laughs> so we've got a purple people pod popper. I think that'd be great. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> it's about the only thing I can say. I know! <laughs> I'm so shocked! Anyway, You've been practising just... that all day, haven't you, Colin? Oh, <laughs> yes, I have. 
Yeah. It's going to be so, a white zinger. <laughs> this will keep people happy. This is what they want. No, they don't. Anyway, um, we uh, the rescue mega ships on Thursday started to stock the um, the modified binding tool to extract store bio storage capsules from the Thargoid Titans. Um, yeah, this uh, people got a couple of them. They, they helped out with in the top fifty percent, and if you got seventy five percent, you got one for free. But they were only two hundred and fifty grand. So you know it 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 wouldn't have broken broken the bank of most people. So um, yeah, and people picked it up and off they went, which I guess we'll <laughs> discuss later. Yeah, I think we're saving ourselves. N- nice and easy to get. I mean, I'll, I'll give them mm. that. No, no, yes. no unlock. Well, apart from the money, <laughs> which is nothing. Really, oh, I know. But like, I mean, it it could have been it could have been a lot worse. We we may have had to have gotten things from inside the Titan to Again. to do it to calib- calibrate it or some shit. You know, it could have been proper dire. Yeah, yeah. We could have needed five units of sap, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Funnily enough, you could have actually said that there's there's stuff from the Barnacle Matrix sites well, that yeah. would be needed. Sorry, yeah, sorry. but thankfully. Not, uh, which is actually the next piece of news on the 6th of October. Um, each of scientists are now focusing their e- efforts on the mysterious alien growths reported on multiple planets. Uh, so this is obviously the Thargoid Barnacle Matrix sites, which seem to be um, growing and not just... Well, we thought there'd be a big step up for the next one, but it seems even now um, there are animations and actions that are happening that weren't there before, such as sort of earthquakes and the the spines are, are growing and things like that, which, to tell you the truth, I have never managed to get round to one yet. Uh, it's a really, really want- clever design. They mm. really, really, really clever design because while they're clearly not growing and that they are stagnant, being around them, it definitely, you can feel, you can, you can, it's... We could look wax lyrical about sound, sound design in Elite for a very, very long time and not get bored. But there's the, it, it's definitely, there's a palpable sensation of movement and growth where there isn't really any. It's yeah. a lot to do with the the lines and how everything sort of melds together. Um, and as you're looking at things and moving around them, you know how there were there were certain optical illusions or certain things that exist where you can move up and down them and it looks like it's moving, but it's not. And it's really yeah. weird. It's kind of, um, it, it so feels like spiritually similar to that in that it fe- if they feel like they are growing, but they're obviously not because it's a um, there is stag- uh, a still place placed item. Really interesting. I'm really fond of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously you've, they're, they're protected as well. So yeah, getting around them. How, how are you actually getting around them at the moment? I've, can you use an SLV or is it just yeah. on foot yeah, they're, they're and, and easy. In fact, until you and until you get out of your ship, you can explore them with absolute impunity. The because the revenants do they not even appear or they don't trouble your ship? I can't remember. But so they it's don't, only they definitely once, appear. Mm, it's only once you get um, into the SRV that you need to be a little bit cautious around the revenants. Mm. Not even the. Um, but what about on foot? 
Or is, it's a no, oh, well, is there yeah. no, is there no advantage to being on foot? Is there anything to scan or? You get a better sense of scale yeah. from mm, being on true. foot, I suppose. As, as is usual with Elite, when you get out of your ship, suddenly everything that was like pretty big is fucking massive. You yeah, know, it's worth doing. It's worth, if, if you can get there, it's worth standing underneath the spear root thing that they talk For about. Sure. On the foot, it's, it's huge and it towers above you. It's really good. Um, but I, I, I think, think I think the only thing you can get there is the sap, which you shoot off in the SRV and then. Oh, all right. See. Ah, right. Okay. That's where the sap comes from. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I take it that the. In that case, the uh, good old uh, bio scanner from your your exploration suit does nothing then, because I thought with everything being sort of kind I of biological, think that's right, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think you can bio scan any of it. I could be mm. wrong. Just watching chat, but yeah, see, that, I don't think you can. See, that's kind of disappointing to me, <laughs> and I know I, I keep saying this with some of the Fargoid stuff, but like the big the big thing that came with Odyssey was walking about on foot tissue mm. sampling and a cutting tool and being able to interact with stuff on foot. Yet the biggest elements that have dropped in so far, there's not really been much yeah. of an no, on foot right. element. Albeit that we've now correct. got now that we've got you know, we've got the revenants sort of hanging about on sites, we've got little drones flying about and shooting us. But a lot of the gameplay that's tied into that is still what we were doing in Odyssey before. It's not a lot of it's not a new mechanic, if you know what I mean. It's go and grab mm. something from a site, but instead of the NPCs, you've got Fargoids taking you. Um, it's a, the, the, I, I get. I agree with you entirely, and um, I get frustrated with um, Frontier's um, too tentative approach to including. Odyssey, new, like Odyssey on for yeah. new content or um, including content that exploits the newer mechanics. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll totally agree with that because um, I do feel like that the first stage of the Thargoid War was, uh, you know, it was all completely in space. Uh, and it, I think that was there to really entice people who were who, who didn't have Odyssey, who, who were just pottling about in la. Uh, you know, either in uh, legacy mode or had uh, been away from the game to say, no, no, this one is for everyone. You don't have to have Odyssey. Uh, but seeing some of the stats from, uh, say, exactly the the Hut and Helper and and other people, where it's sort of it is ninety nine percent of people are playing in Odyssey, I would have thought now's a good time to start pushing content which will be used exclusively by odyssey to get and like and also not yeah. being as tentative with it as well the, it, there's it's it's like there's a shyness there um from, uh, possibly prompted by how difficult it was at launch and there's no mm. i mean you you can't really ex you can kind of excuse frontier for that for feeling um for an energy where they don't want to let people down kind of thing. But this, the, this, the other end of that is um, grow a pair. It, yeah, it kind <laughs> of shows... The thing also, it, 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 with yeah, these barnacle matrix sites, they're, they're, they're thin atmospheric planets, so you can only get mm. there if you've got Odyssey anyway. So um, Exactly. You know, what it reminds me of a little bit, is I don't know if you remember this, but when you go to a, a normal um, Thargoid Barnacle site, 
you know, the yes. very original ones we got. You can data link scan those. I can't remember if it even does anything. But but when you have these tools mm -hmm. and you can target something, it, it, it's quite nice if the tools do something, even if yeah. they don't yield anything mm -hmm. very interesting. You know, even if it's only a, a you know a message going scan failed or I know uninteresting uninteresting matrix data recovered just, yeah. just do some, make it do something I mean it, it surely oh, here we go again sorry Tom but surely really <laughs> really really <laughs> trivial to stick a message in saying you know so, like so a new, you know, and uh, one single new codex entry bar yeah. um, barnacle uh, barnacle data even if it doesn't and, fit your storyline, let us biolink scan the things that look biological at the matrix sites. Let us data link scan the spear roots, maybe just for consistency with the other stuff. So that, yeah, hmm. so that it feels yeah. like a cohesive game. Yeah, and and yeah, give, give yeah. us something to use our, our our cutter on at the site. You know, let us let us chop something open and grab a what's it from inside because there's lots. Oh, of yes. There's lots of objects that you can pick up around settlements that have literally no use whatsoever, um, apart from a bit of barter value. So having something, you know, you can cut a bit of fleshy, weird, tissuey, fargoid substance out the way and grab a watsit. I get that the watsit might not have any, <laughs> any use at yeah. the moment, but even if it was just there, it would be something that you'd be able to do on foot. I, I, I'm... Yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's, that's the just point. My little, you know. Actually, I have been able to. I'm not quite sure whether I've done this or whether or not it's in my head, but I'm sure I've actually gone up to some, um, uh, something on a planet which you can normally shoot off. Oh, I didn't use a scanner. I actually shot it off with my pistol. So you 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 can actually still shoot things off from on foot, but you can't use mm. the cutter to get things off. Yeah, that, yeah, you can use. It would use have been easier to use a yeah. cutter. You can you can use a gun, but then I think when you knock some of that sort of stuff off, you can't pick it up. Um, you still need to use a, a scoop on an SRV in order to pick the stuff up off the ground or or limpets mm. or whatnot. So you can no, go up to I, brain trees and knock yeah. stuff off, but I don't think you can grab anything once it actually hits the ground. Yeah, I mean, I, I do one one thing I do like, and this is to let people know that we're all not all that negative you know on the crash sites when you've got some things lying about with looks like canisters and things yeah. all in little cargo racks um i i was really surprised that actually you can take the cutter to them and they eject the canisters and then you can go around in your srv and scoop up those materials yeah i thought that was brilliant more of that please yeah i think yes yeah. cool that was a nice little touch yeah that's so yeah we're well, moving on to today's thing where the first captives had been freed from the Thargoid Titans according to Aegis. So yes. Oh this is this sounds squidgy. Um <laughs> it, it does. It says all recovered individuals are currently being assessed by medical specialists. Um in each case research teams have successfully cracked open the capsules and removed the comatose person. So at least we know that you're knocked out. You don't have to live awake in that. Although some of them, some of them have had bad dreams, haven't they? Really? They have. They are suspended within chemically a chemically complex gel, not unlike I mean, amniotic fluid. Amniotic. 
Thank you. Amniotic fluid with tubes supplying breathable air and basic nutrients. Yes. And between 30 and 90 minutes later, that person wakes up. It's giving Matrix. It is. It's big Matrix vibes there. Matrix. It's full Matrix. They've got um, tubes and gel and it's it's full Matrix. I will not be taking any questions at this time. Um, the Thargoids saw the Matrix and they went, that's the kind We're of technology that. that we need. We're having that. So, um, the former abductees have all seen seem to be physically healthy and return to consciousness quite easily. Most remember little about their abduction, although several mention an overwhelming urge to escape their ship, prying to black in out. That's so scary. I know. That's such a scary sense of words because it's not like it's not like oh we're trying to get an overwhelming urge to escape to an escape pod. It's just like it. For me, my connotation from it was they're trying to just get off the ship. Yes. You know, like in any way possible, gross. Yeah. And some described being semi-aware of their time in stasis, saying it felt like an extended dream. Hmm. Mm. Others are showing a sign of... Matrix, 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 Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to look for some some kind of... um, Attachments or something like plugs. There is no spoon. Yeah, we need to find plugs. We need to yes. start looking for spoons everywhere. They've been scanned molecularly. Yeah, they seem to be fine according to according to the scientists, but yet they're not sure. So they're they're under long term observation. So prison basically. <laughs> Um, Aegis has also said that their identities are being logged and will be soon made public and hope that friends and families will be able to visit through very, very thick glass windows. (laughs) I'm sure Aegis are like really, really sensible and what they're doing is they're now gathering all the pods um, (laughs) they're gathering all the pods together and they're not just opening every single one right now so that they can overwhelm that security force you lost me Uh, I'm sure Aegis are being sensible that was where your (laughs) argument fell down (laughs) very early in the thought process is that what you're saying yeah yeah yeah, I'm really sorry mate I hate to be the bearer of bad news like what they've done is they've opened like maybe ten of them, and the rest they're just keeping in storage so that they can dream nicely in their pods. Nah, man, let them all um, out. Chaos. <laughs> so we'll have a purple people pod popper party then. Oh, it's getting better and better. Stop it, Colin. You're going to give yourself an aneurysm in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> L-E-T-H-X says, hang on, I've never actually seen a spoon in an ED. Oh, that's why. That's why. It's because we're living in the fucking Matrix, mate. <laughs> I had one theory on this. It, it's, 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 it's a bit of a daft theory, but anyway, here we go. How about if the rescued... We're all sort of thinking bad, negative things are going to happen. And I had a, I had an alternate spin on this, which is how about if the rescued humans turn out to be capable of piloting Thargoid scouts, a bit like D2, because they've spent time interfaced with the Thargoid Titan in some way. Become medical medical empaths kind of thing in the right. same way that well, she I'm is. More of their ability to pilot scouts. Yeah. And we then can use them as SL, as Thargoid SLF pilots. 
It's not very good. It's a bit weak, but it's it's the best I could do. Yeah, but imagine how. Uh, but a scout is too big for a for an SLF. Uh, Im- imagine it. having imagine having the functionality of um, being able to purchase a Thargoid based SLF, and but not, be able to fly it not being able to fly it. Yeah, makes me upset. It. it would make it makes me really upset if that was a decision that it has been made in a design room somewhere on the lo- along the lines. I'm going to need to punch some people in the nose. You just need to get scooped up by a glaive psychic, and then then you'll be able to fly one all by yourself. Yeah, but glaive can't scoop. It'll be a size. It's yeah. a size with its clicky noises sorry, and sorry. its and its screams and stuff. I mean, f- you know what? At this point, just fucking jack me in, mate. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard that psychic wants to be covered in moist stuff. <laughs> no amniotic fluid. Having a lovely dream. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's the quote from The Matrix? You know, I taste this and I know it's not steak, but in my head it's steak and I think, I just don't care. Are you making me cipher? Am I the... (laughs) (laughs) I've lived so long that I've become the villain. (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyway, um, just finally touching on all things Thargoid, according to the DCOH website, uh, the Thargoids have now been reduced to 2.71% of human-occupied systems, with over 68 being recovered in the last week alone. Um, there was also uh, talk on the bird pit that someone um, had worked out that um, these rescue pods are are causing the, the Thargoids to lose influence all over the... Um, all over where it's close to the maelstrom. So, you know, they're, they're seeing the chevrons increase all the way through the systems. Yeah, so, it has indeed um, been called a game changer, in fact. Um, I gather that although a rescue, so rescued pods need to be handed, although they can be handed in anywhere, mm-hmm. like any search and rescue, they only count towards the war effort if you hand them in a, a rescue ship, search ah. and rescue. And if you do that, apparently it, it it's the equivalent of one fifth of a tissue sample in in war effect. But it affects multiple systems, so it effectively outweighs a tissue sample. I think it's having a huge effect. Um, and the other interesting thing, and um, I got this sort of late in the day via um, via Burr from Meccan. Uh, apparently, it also um, helps to um, fight back on. You know the um, uh, the Fargoid Barnacle Matrix sites were locking systems down and affect uh, preventing us from influencing them at all. Yeah. Well, apparently, handing these things in is influencing them. Oh, um, interesting. But- Meccan's current hypothesis is that that's a bug and that Frontier have just forgotten to to stop that because I won't go into it in detail, but it, it sort of doesn't quite make sense that they would go to all the trouble of introducing these barnacle matrix sites, which we haven't yet in, uh, activated, and then having a way of circumventing their, their blocking effect before we're kind of, before we're activating the matrix sites, I guess. It, it, yeah. I see what he means. I but guess... Yeah. I guess we'll find out on Monday. It won't be Monday. We'll find out by sort of like Wednesday afternoon once they've decided to iron out all of the different things that go wrong with this update. (laughs) 
Oh, normally it'll be a week on Monday then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we've, done, we've, done a, we've done a hot fix. A hot fix um, 17.1 is out. And that means that everything's now working properly again. Oh, and have a couple of extra fixes. Fingers crossed. Nah. Or is that just, is that just wishful thinking? Nah. You can all go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's what we'll say. That's what the tweet will say. You're all shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I, it's that time of the week again. Score a lot. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your art. In the bi weekly newsletter, here come paint jobs for your art. And welcome back. Um, well, there's there's an interesting bit of uh, of stuff to talk about here. Extraction ship kits are now available um, for your perusal. Uh, these are ship kits that look very similar to the mining ones, in my opinion, but um, they look more well industrialized, Gripey. Stripey. Oh no, that was just the image of the first one. It's a, it's the lights on the first one that made it look stripey because of yeah. the lens blur effect. Uh, cool. Yeah, I, I have seen several accusations that this is just the mining kit reworked a bit. What's the mining one called? It's not called mining, is it? Um, extraction hazard. 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 That was it. Yeah, but the, this is definitely the extraction uh, site, which includes working lights and three three themed kit pieces for your ship uh, and it's for the uh, I think it's for the Anaconda the Python um, the Asp, the Corvette the Cobra, uh, I think that's it isn't it? Isn't there a DBX in there or some kind of Diamondback I don't know, I don't know I haven't really been paying a lot of attention Yeah Well, Presumably, it's, it's, sorry Go on, no, go on, Alex. I was just going to say, presumably with the name extraction, they're they're sort of targeting this at people extracting people from Titans. It just... does look that kind of industrial look to it. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's, the, it's the same. It's just the same as the other one, but just different colours. Yeah, some quite a lot of money these kits, aren't they? They are what? actually. Well, a lot of arcs. It's a thirteen. <laughs> Uh, 520 arcs, so 13,520 arcs. Yeah, you got the yeah Cobra 3, um, Python. And, uh, I'm just waiting for it to scroll through, actually. Python, Anaconda, and, uh, Type 6, Crate Mark 2, Type 9, Aspect Explorer, and Cobra Mark 3. Can you imagine taking a Type 6 or even worse, a Type 9 into the Maelstrom? No. Yeah, I, I was questioning some of the ship choices, I suppose. <laughs> No, say, why would you? Is that the ship you? I should be picking? No. <laughs> what I've been doing wrong? Absolutely not. <laughs> the guys would be looking at you thinking, well, here's a big can of spam. <laughs> yum, yum. The, the, you know, says I, I, that the lights are now warm white instead of the cool white of the other uh, of the other pick. Oh, well, shut up and take my fucking money then, mate. Yeah, take, How take many lumens? Everything I said. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> 
<laughs> if it's not got RGB on it, I'm not buying it. Um, <laughs> that's that's the rules. Um, I mean, maybe maybe the reason that a Type 9 would work is the Fargoids would look at it and go, well, that's obviously a decoy because no one would be that stupid and then you can just get away with it because the Fargoids are like can obvious decoy and they're looking elsewhere. They're like, you know, the Corvette's obviously hanging about somewhere because they've sent in this stupid thing. Everyone <laughs> is a critic, including the Thargoids. Thargoids are just like, yeah, what the hell? That's the point of Type 6, isn't it? Is that it's like, they won't be stupid enough to go over the top for the eighth time. Steve, oh, look. Steve, Steve, have you seen this? Steve, have you seen this? I don't know why I called it Steve. I'm going to stick with it. it should be Terry. Big right. Did all these ships also have the other ship kit? Have they literally repurposed hazard pack. the hazard pack? The hazard pack was the Cobra Mark Three, the Type Nine, the Type Six, the Quake Mark Two, the Python, the Asp Explorer, and I mm. believe the Anaconda as well. Mm. So, funnily enough, that you should mention this, mm. I believe you are accurate in your assumption. I am stroking my chin, but it's all right <laughs> because the warm, the lights are warm now. That'll, yeah, be, that'll be 16,000 arcs or however many arcs it is. Amanda Turkarov said, so extracting your arcs then is a good one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, absolutely. If you want to buy one of these, buy one of these. Um, I yeah, don't know. I don't bit, know. Like, the, the, the Cobra Mark 3, um, the Cobra Mark 3 Hazard I have because mm-hmm. it's cool. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't buy it again for warmer lights. Yeah, I suppose if you haven't got the hazard kit and you prefer the look of this, then get this. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I haven't got the hazard kit, but I am looking at some of this and thinking, mm, maybe, but those aren't my favourite ships. <laughs> maybe. No, exactly. I've got, an, I've got the Explorer kit on the ass, but I don't want to ruin the... I don't want to lose my, my big radar dish. I still haven't bought the big radar dish for the Corvette yet, and I don't know why. I haven't really logged in that often to to do it but there'll be a sale soon it's nearly christmas yeah i feel i feel i kind of missed my opportunity when the big uh it's september sale happened and then i should have bought the big radar dish one the science kit yeah just Um, just at the end of that sale i got the radar dish one for the dbx which funny enough isn't a big radar dish because that was a bit too cartoony for me as discussed but it has a nice subtle sort of curved little dish thing and no I don't want to see any of these kits on another. Thank you. Well, why? <laughs> why? I'm sure they'd be no. perfectly fine. Like, no one is telling you that. Like, there are people who like the adder, Colin. You've got to just appreciate oh, that I'm not sorry. everybody likes the same thing. That, that's like putting a bow tie in a turd. Really? No. <laughs> you wait. It'll turn out the adder is the meta ship for the time. Oh, my mining. God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that it would be the adder? It's definitely not the adder. It's the hackney carriage of space. You know, it's somehow managed to corner the market. You know, they're all flying it. Uh, you know, if you got rescued by an adder, it'd be appropriate. You know, they're used as taxis. I'm sorry, I think I would prefer the cold, dark death of space. Just <laughs> eat me into a star. <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine this, this adder turning up going, we can pick you up, mate. No, no, wait for the next one, thanks. <laughs> It's all right. I'll take my chances with the Thargoids. <laughs> mm, the choice of the interior of the, the adder or something moist. Some moist amniotic <laughs> fluid to to soak in. I'm quite enjoying my bath, actually. <laughs> Picks one, look at adder. 
Plug me back in. <laughs> That's pretty much me, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway. The thing is, Colin's Matrix is exactly the same as um, Space in 33, or whenever we are. Um, <laughs> it's exactly the same, but with the exception that the adder doesn't exist. That's the only difference. Actually, no, the Matrix worked because. Um, if everything's too perfect, the human mind rejects it. So you've got to have some bad stuff in there anyway. Yeah, but also, <laughs> murder is a thing still. <laughs> I believed I was in a simulation until I saw an adder, at which point I thought, no, 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 no nah. one would design it this way. All of the terrible things in the world are still happening. But then I was like, yeah, no, this is definitely a simulation. All of this bad stuff is still happening currently. And um, there's so much shit that is just pure shit that is happening in this world um but then i saw an adder and then i knew we weren't in a simulation <laughs> jeez you know that rubber banding effect you occasionally get when you're following a another player and they, they yeah, jump yeah, a little that's bit a glitch in the matrix glitch in the matrix yeah 100 percent. 100 Ah, dear. Anyway, right. Um, I think we shall take a short uh, commercial break. Yeah, probably for the best. <laughs> yes. Get ready. L A V E Radio. We all know what it's like. You're busy managing your settlement when suddenly the alarms go off. Oh, no. Not again. That's right. A commander with a Federation naval rank of admiral, an Imperial King no less, has landed in a ship worth over 100 million credits and is killing all your staff while they look around for a 10 credit adhesive to glue an upgraded scope to their 100,000 credit assault rifle. They fly away with their super glue and you're left with a problem. How are you going to get your agricultural plant back up and running? How am I going to get my plant up and running? How are you going to find staff at short notice? How am I going to find staff at short notice? How are you going to deal with all those bodies? There's bodies everywhere. And they've stained the carpet. Wonder no longer. Call Ari's Crime Scene Cleanup Services. Hello, I'm Ari. Clary's mine. After a sudden increase in robberies and murders by commanders since 3307, I've gained valuable expertise in cleaning up bodies, recruiting new staff and restocking stationary lockers. Now you can benefit from my experience by signing up to our Crime Scene Cleanup Service subscription plan. That's right. For only a small monthly fee, when your settlement alarms are activated, our rapid response cleanup crew will be dispatched, along with our patented Cadaver Scoop 150. The Cadaver Scoop 150 can be mounted to surface reconnaissance vehicles and skimmers to make tidying up your settlement a breeze. Wow. The bodies are gone. Our recruitment team has potential new employees on standby across the galaxy, ready to fill your vacant roles in security, logistics, administration, processing, and more. My plant's operational again. Thanks, Aries Crime Scenes Cleanup Services. Aries Crime Scene Cleanup Services. We'll have your settlement as good as new before the next ship arrives. Kadamar Scoop 150 disposal bags sold separately. Space is vast, and pirates have needs just like anyone else. Introducing the Lonely Pirate Handbook, 
the ultimate resource for lonely pirates. Our guide covers the hot spots and not spots of interstellar space, from smugglers' dens to space station taverns, with helpful chapters such as how to be presentable in polite society, how to get rid of that nefarious rank, and my favorite, occasionally shower. Are your early advances often mistaken for attempts to rob or plunder? Oh, I've come a long way for what's in your hold. Prepare to be boarded. Frameship charge detected. Oh. Buy today and receive the Lonely Pirates chat-up guide for free. I've got a very large hot point. Would you like to see my very large hot point? You're so hot. You're making my temperature critical. Lower your shields. I want to inspect the goods. Come back to my place. I might let you touch my A-rated anaconda. Are you smuggling illegal goods? Because you've got fine written all over you. The Lonely Pirate's Handbook. Now available in all Anarchy bookstores. We'll teach you to loot anyone's heart. Lave Radio. Broadcasting to every corner of the galaxy. And welcome back. Um, right, we've got a couple of things to touch on for uh, this week. Um, and I think I, I I have to admit that I have, I've been a bit grumpy this week. Uh, and not just because of my arms. Um, the, I, when I did go and try and get some pods this week. Those of you who followed my stream saw my um, extreme grumpiness, I think is the best way of saying about the fact that I couldn't do it. To which I even asked the question on the forums. Yes, I know the forums, silly place, don't go there. But I asked, am I getting too old? Or is the new content getting too difficult to access? And yeah, that kind of blew up in the forums a little bit. Um, so... Yeah, my main frustration was that originally when the, the Titans were, uh, you could get to them, I actually found getting to them not easy, but not off-puttingly hard. But since then, it seems that something must have happened, because I seem to be interdicted by... Uh, and taken apart by scythes quite often. Uh, it doesn't... It, it seems to me like the uh, the the silent running and boosting trick doesn't work anymore, which is incredibly frustrating. Uh, and also, when I finally get through to the Titan itself, and my my ship is practically ragged, um, I I don't get anywhere close to it, even though my my ship's heat is running at something like sixteen to seventeen percent. They're on me before you know it. So. Um, I was basically asking, it's not just me, is it? No. I mean, I, I'm not just that No, bad. it's not just you, mate. It uh, isn't just you. It definitely isn't. Because I had a, almost, I had a very, very similar experience, but in like a different way. I got really grumpy at it as well, because I logged in to go and do the, go and check it out on a, um, uh, on the stream when it or on the stream when it first like appeared, and I was like, okay, you know, this feels like it's going to be really, really fun to go and do it. My problem wasn't quite necessarily getting to the Titan, um, or, or that that side of things. Getting to the Titan, I didn't find particularly difficult. 
um i have super over-engineered um ships built specifically for purposes it's actually it's given my it's given a a corvette that i wasn't using very often because it didn't feel fast enough purpose to specifically do this so that's quite nice um so that's felt really really that felt really really good and really positive but then i got to the um I got to the Titan with a look to doing the thing and rescuing the people and doing all of that, mm-hmm. having all of the equipment that I need. And I personally, looking at it from how dodgy how dodgy my hands are and how dodgy my hands are on trigger releases and things along those lines, yes, I got better at it through the course of a stream as far as um, getting the people out mm-hmm. um and i and i have like 85 on my fleet carrier at the moment so when you get a hang of it it's not quite as difficult but with the screen flickering from the corrosion with how quickly the movement is of the um the thing of the the that mechanic with the subsurface missile thing subsurface yeah when when the little blue bar appears the fact that yes and i know that this runs in line with the other um with the up and downy bit of the graph it goes um quicker and slower based on how high that is but from an accessibility standpoint and for someone whose only way to react well enough was to physically wrench my hand away from the joystick so that it wasn't pressing down anymore because I, I just wasn't physically able to react quick enough to to adequately release in time. And I had to fully I had to fully pull my hand away. Um, it was incredibly frustrating. And I for a company for a company who i'm you know i'm i'm about to say say for a company who's one of their main charitable um supports is special effect having a lack of accessibility like that is incredibly frustrating to me yeah um <laughs> ironically this is probably the only time where i can completely sympathize having the the lack of mobility mm-hmm. that i do um yeah, it, it's. I'm missing my hot ass. I really <laughs> want it comes yeah. to this kind of thing. Yeah, having unfamiliar controls can't help. Yeah, yeah. I've had similar experience. It's interesting. It seems like that, uh, there's clearly something a bit random going on because different people are running into different problems at different stages, which other people aren't. So, okay, so what, what, uh, I've observed a few things. As far as getting to the Titan, mm-hmm. I do still find, for me, and I really do say that because I see that it just isn't working for other people, that the silent running thing works. So the minute I drop out of either the interdiction or the hyperdiction, silent running on, and keep it on right up to the point where your jump is just about to engage and use heat sinks to you know, yeah. stop yourself overheating. Now, what, one thing I've observed is that if you target one of the titans so so you, you you drop out of an interdiction you turn your silent running on you start boosting away and you target the titans so you mm-hmm. can see how far away they are from you i think the game's cheating um because, because what happens is i think the fact that you're in silent running prevents their um their attack event from triggering you know the game obviously has certain trigger points and yeah your silent running prevents them from triggering their attack. 
but it doesn't prevent them from knowing exactly where they are, where you are, sorry, and sticking to you like glue. So you can boost away as fast as you like, and they, they just follow you and close the gap and close the gap. So they're not blind to you. They know exactly where you are. They know exactly which direction you're going. And they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're right behind you, which is why you need to, you know, keep that silent running on to the end. So, so I think the game's cheating a bit there, frankly, because to my mind, they should be back at the point where the interdiction occurred going around in circles, not having a clue where you've gone. Yeah. So that's a bit off, but whatever. But it does work for me. So I can get to the Titan fine, I would mm-hmm. say, generally. But I, I normally get to the Titan and I'm about 75%. So what I at that point there before I actually go deeper into the cloud, I normally hit a repair limpet to bring me up to a hundred, and then I go in. Now here's the thing I've read, which is only today, which which is intriguing, is some people are speculating that our limpets are what is attracting um, the the thargoids. So although our ship is running at you know, 10% heat or whatever, the limpet that's following along on our way is a bright, hot, glowing thing that, that is signalling, you know, I, I, that's possible. I'm not sure if it was deliberate or intentional. Could be a bug, but that's possible. Yeah, but I think it's the, the thought that um, when I when I used to get to the Titan, as long as my temperature was under a certain uh, certain range, uh and I moved, and I moved reasonably slowly, not you know, full on in. Then normally I could just hang around the Titan itself yeah. and scan it and yeah. and and just look at the thing without really much hassle from yeah. anything main, around us. That's the main thing that's changed for me and has made it virtually impossible. Um, is that I, I just can't do anything. You know, it, it, it's quite a lengthy sequence. So you get to the Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm already at 18% because that's the running temperature of my ship. I've got a thermal vent beam, so frankly, when I'm using that, I'm I'm at 1%. So I don't want anybody telling me my ship isn't cold enough. I'm at 1% when this happens. Um, I'm right next to the Titan. Um, so you've got your cargo scoop deployed because you're about to use limpets. Yep. Um, you you fire off the mining drill it starts spitting out little human pods once you've managed to target it correctly humans you've got your collector limper out almost invariably at that point i will get targeted and now my only option is to retract my cargo scoop abandon my limpet abandon the humans i've just ejected and start running around the backside of the titan i'm still one percent all the time because i'm you know i'm thermal vent beaming all the time and mm. i can go round and round and round the titan doing like three four laps trying to shake off my pursuers um boosting one percent cold running silent running just running away running away round you know i'll do three or four laps of the damn titan mm. before i finally shake them off yeah um at which point i may be down to 70 percent now let's say start again deploy the cargo scoop do the pulse, find some humans, do the drill, a mm-hmm. couple more pods. Maybe I actually managed to scoop one of them. Titans are on me again. Three more laps around the Titan. I'm now at like 25% and I've rescued like two humans. At that point, frankly, I'm, I'm menu logging, which, which I hate doing. If, if anyone knows me, I hate those kind of gamey mechanics. You know, I don't, 
generally do that sort of thing. But I have two options. I can either lose my entire morning's work or, or, or menu log and make the best of it. I hate so the I'm fact me- that that's the meta. The, the easiest thing to do. To menu log. I hate yeah. it. I hate it so much. Like you, you're in a little bit of trouble, and you've got like a fair few, a fair few pods. If you just log, um, log, wait out the 14 seconds and log, and then when you re-log back in, you're just outside, or you're just on the edge of the maelstrom, and that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I didn't realize you you could do that. I yeah, thought. yeah, yeah. I was hoping that they'd taken it away, mm. um, because it's as Alex says, it's gamey and um and weird and not and. It's something that I also absolutely abhor doing. Um, so it is difficult to appreciate a mechanic that, in, well, uh, gameplay style that encourages that. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know the feeling. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> um, I, I guess this, this comes to the other point is that I was trying to make in that, uh, and that post was that I'm finding a lot of the Thargoid content a little bit too difficult to to do. Um, it's either too hard to find, or which you know, like the the um, the reactivation missions. You know, where you've got someone that hires you to go onto an occupied site, run around it, avoid the revenants, uh, power up the base, steal something, head home. Um, I'd love to do one, but I've never found one yet. Uh, and then on top of that, there's the sort of the the power the power on missions, which um, there are still ones which you say, yeah, reactivate this base. You get there, they're still fully active. And of course, there's the Orthrus itself, which I, I do. I I am led to believe that there are more of them about, but it, even if you stop them. Everybody's too busy sampling to, so it means that you've done nothing. Mm. So yeah, you, you, yes, you end up you end up not able to find the content that you want to play, even if you want to try some of the different missions that are available. Yeah, I mean, at the moment there's, there are no invasion systems because uh, everybody is just getting so good at uh, at sampling to stop the alert systems. So that means that you've, we've missed out an entire huge chunk of, let's be honest, enjoyable content that's that's just not there anymore. So, so it's it's both been made too easy and too difficult by that at the same time because of the the way the sampling is managing to to skew yeah. the the statistics. I wonder if they will tweak that as part of of the update. I mean, my my level of it is that I've not engaged with any of the Maelstrom or Titan stuff so far because I've found the entry barrier a bit difficult for me. Because I I came from the point where I hadn't enabled a majority of the engineers. So getting a ship that was cool enough to avoid detection, you need to use engineering Mm -hmm. um, in order to get that, or at least to make it easy enough that an idiot like me can do it. (laughs) And, you know, so to grab the caustic sinks that you need in the first place to then go into the cloud, to then get the stuff that you need to then do 
the pulse neutralizer gubbins to then get you further into the titan once again to then get the rest of the bits that you need to collect to get the even more stuff that you need in order to do it so the barrier for me has just been very very high to start getting involved in the titan content and part of that is maybe a bit of prioritization myself about what i want to play and what i want to do when i'm in game but i am very time poor when it comes to getting gameplay within elite and if i've got a couple of hours to sit and play the game running about and unlocking trying to unlock all the different engineers in order to then get the cool ship to then <laughs> unlock the the caustic sinks to then get just a little bit further into the you know I, i've just not had enough time and i feel that every every month let's say that i've waited or every update that i've waited before pushing further into this it's got more difficult to achieve those basic steps mm, so the yeah. amount of interdictions has increased massively and the strength of those interdictions has increased massively so if you get interdicted and you're not able to get away your ship's destroyed once twice three times before you get there the fact i don't have a fleet carrier means i can't store some of the materials that you need and mm -hmm. um, which means that if i get destroyed on that final bit of the run it's all gone so it's not like I can get a little stockpile on the go just in case or or go away and store stuff anywhere. So it just feels like a huge barrier. Like the last thing I want to do is invest several hours trying to get this one thing to only be shot out the sky at the last minute because I feel that I would rage quit for months rather than hours <laughs> um, if I got to that stage. Now, I don't know, maybe at some point they are going to release some of the stuff. I know they've said previously on a frame, uh, frame shift Live, I think, that they would be looking at putting some of the items up for sale, maybe not as effective as the ones that you can get through materials, but putting them up for sale. But we've not really seen any hint of that so far. No, you know, none of, the, none of the articles. There was community <laughs> speculation, but also I think there was a... Uh, there was a thing from ARF at some point, I think. It's either that or I'm putting words into ARF's... Incredible. Um, voice, <laughs> where um, he said, at the moment... It might have been on this podcast, actually, when we had ARF and Sally on, because I think Ben raised this. It might actually be in one of our episodes. Yeah, you're, you're ringing a bell now. Yeah. Where, where ARF said, at the moment, they're wanting to keep it for people who have done the work basically done the legwork keep it exclusive for a while because yeah there was done a all that legwork, wasn't there, but... yeah if you've done all that legwork you don't suddenly want it to appear for a hundred arcs uh not a hundred arcs sorry a hundred credits somewhere so um yeah that was that that's where that's come from and that's my position at the moment is i haven't engaged in any of this i feel that i am missing out on content at this point a lot um, and I've just got to invest the hours in it. I have been unlocking the engineers. You've heard my uh, heard my woes on that on the show. So, yeah, yeah, getting there. But that's my my hurdle at the moment. And I'm I've, I know that Ben in the past has talked about it being very similar for him. It's the the time poor aspect for what we can devote to it. I mean, that's another aspect of this. You know, the, there's a there's a, an argument that it should be difficult because it's end game content, which is kind of true, but. The, the, the problem with that is it's the only content we've got. Yeah, you know, exactly. This, this is the way the updates have been going. The last three, you know, the, the whole narrative is saying this is, the, you know, if you want to play new stuff in Elite this year, this is the thing to do. And it's difficult. <laughs> you know, we're mm. being not forced down this path, but we're, we're being, you know, this is the 
this is the thing we've been given to play with and it's bloody hard to play with and not always a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, so, the problem that I've, I've got is it's, um, I'm still enjoying playing the rest of the game. I mean, my 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 uh, exploration commander just hit um, two and a half billion credits. So they've managed to do plant scanning since the launch of Odyssey and generate it just enough, just more than the credits I've got in my main commander, which I've had for the last, God's truth, how many years is it now? Ten years? Nine years? So... <laughs> Yes. Um, so I'm enjoying the rest of the game. It's just I get frustrated when it comes to this particular part. It's just like... Yeah. And I keep on thinking, is, is it me? There's a couple of other things. I mean, somebody I read, it might have been in your thread actually, but somebody made a valid point that um, these things often start hard and then Frontier can wind the difficulty down. Um, which which is true, except it was easy and they've wound it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't think it was easy. I thought it was it was well, just not easy, but it was it, it was about it was, right. Yes, I I, th- I really liked that it, you could get to the Titan, and once you were there, you could sort of you know as long as you there was this real nice sense that as long as you lurked and were fairly quiet and didn't draw attention to yourself, you could you could you know fly around and enjoy all the things and just occasionally if you strayed too close to a Thargoid and it did actually latch onto you, you could escape. Really reliably escape by just flying around the back and hiding yeah. amongst the sort of ridges and mountains and that would invariably shake off your pursuer. And I thought that was fine. That didn't need changing. That did not need making harder. And then you know, they brought in the glaives and the scythes. And I hate them. They're bastards. Yeah. I have described them to, um, I was quite, <laughs> I was delighted that Burr quoted me on this, um, but I quite like the analogy. They're NPC griefers. That's, <laughs> the, the way I feel when I get, it hasn't happened for a long time, but the way I feel when I get attacked by a griefer, I'm trying to do something, I'm trying to go to a CG or, or, or you know, I'm just trying to do my engineering at, um, what's the place that always attracts griefers? And then a griefer is just, and the grief, yeah, yeah that's it. And the griefer gets on you, and you know you're dead because there's nothing you can do against their super-built ship and you're going to be dead in seconds and you've lost all your progress and it's just really, oh, Jesus. And you're sort of reaching yeah. for the old F4 and you just want to rage. That's how I feel every time a Thargoid hunter class well, gets you, when me, I, I just, Yeah, when I get interdicted by... When I'm, I'm on my way to a Titan and I get interdicted by a Glaive, I'm like, well, this is this is going to be another 20 minutes of me sat there using an AFMU, using my repair limpets. Mm-hmm. So, like, as I'm just, like, cowering yeah, in a corner of the, the Maelstrom. And it... it it is it's such it's just such a i'm just like for fuck's sake i don't i I don't like none of us are are, we're all fucking time poor you know so like we like and i don't know what it is is, because sometimes you know sometimes when a video game creates a difficult boss or a you know a you know, we often sort of slag off games if the NPC's AI isn't good enough and they're just bullet sponges and we think, well, why don't they run, you know, why aren't they? Sometimes we congratulate developers for making hard NPCs. But but something's 
gone wrong with these hunters and i you know don't pat yourselves on the back for creating really difficult npcs here they're, they're just annoying bastards it's not and, fun and i will personally, i will say personally I will say, like, Helmut Grokenberg was just put in chat just to play devil's advocate from an in-game law point. Isn't it logical that the guides dial up their patrols and aggro? Yes, absolutely. From an in-game law point, 100%. But from a person who is playing a video game point, if it ceases to be fun, I'm not going to fucking do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, I mean, I mean, that's one thing that you know. It's like it's like they've given them eyes. So um, before everything was just. Um, you used to just fly around, uh, and as long as you're sort of like two to three kilometers away, it was fine. Uh, but now it seems that that they, they can pick you up visually uh, without the heat from I don't know five to six kilometers away. Yeah, and it's funny. Like I was saying earlier, watching Mecken's video, there's there's two things I am going to try tomorrow. There's been some talk in chat about the thermal vent beams. Maybe maybe something's changed. Maybe although my absolute temperature is reading one percent, maybe the beams are you know giving me away. Um, so I'm going to try not using the beams <laughs> just to see what happens. Um, and uh, also, the, there was the thing I mentioned earlier. Somebody suggesting that maybe they're latching onto the the, the, the limpets. Maybe yeah. I'll hold off on deploying my limpets until later. Maybe, maybe you may have to scoop them manually. Sometimes, no. these, you know, sometimes these things are subtle. When you when you watch somebody who's really good at something do their thing, it, it's not obvious. It's not always obvious what they're doing differently from you. Um, but there are all sorts of very subtle things, I suppose. <laughs> right. Well, um, now that we've had a good whinge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Frontier. But yeah, we need to get this off our chest. Um, but uh, I, th I think what we'll do is um, we'll go quickly go to any other business and then we'll talk quickly about what we think is coming in Update 17 and then what everybody else uh, thinks about <laughs> update 17 um the, quickly the the any of the business we've got is there was a comment left for last week's show 460 by uh steven war who said what about elite andromeda that way you could use a newly developed drive to travel between two galaxies best of both worlds question mark i just they're uh, thinking someone saw us okay then <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, it would give you it would give you the ability to sort of kick off a new lore for want of a better term you know a, a thing going off but yeah we've got know, all, i mean you see this is the thing we've got we we had colonia mm -hmm. there are hundreds and thousands of places um billions of places we haven't been yet yeah well, my my thoughts to that is why yeah we're 0.05% of the galaxy or whatever ever the fuck it is um that we've we've managed to discover why why are we trying why to do you find want why do we why do we need to why do we need another galaxy there we go. <laughs> when we have yeah. that there you Move go on. don't need another galaxy perfect perfect unless it had different laws of physics with different types of planets then yeah what's the point honestly. yeah 100 percent. agreed Right, okay, then moving on, just quickly, we'll give a shout-out to the Dex Legacy, because they're starting Season 2 on the 27th of October, 2023. So for more information about that, go to thedexlegacy.com. Um, right, so, question of the week this week. Well, we'll just quick 
quickly run through. Uh, well, obviously, update 17 is coming. So just quickly, everybody, what are you hoping to see? We'll start with Alec. Um, oh, I had something. Come back to me. My mind's gone oh, blank. But I've got something. Okay, that's like it. Go on. I can go. I can go. I can go. Um, uh, is there better be something in Seoul? There better be something cool happen in Seoul. Um, it's been signal boosted. I am excited for the potential of something to happen in Seoul. I am nervous that it won't. Um, <laughs> obviously, something to do with these new um, the, all the barnacle sites will grow as well. Excellent. I I completely agree. I think that we will see some uh, matrix growth, if you like. <laughs> I'm trying desperately not to use growth in a very weird yeah. way. <laughs> Let's make it weird. Let's make it really weird. Are you, are you saying they're going to be more erect and perfect? They are going to be more erect. Um, oh, God. They, they, they're going to be they're going to be no. girthier. No. Um, no. Let's think of other. Get, let me just open a dictionary. I'll be back. <laughs> Thrusting, thrusting. They're going to be thrusting <laughs> upwards. Be thrusting from the surface right down to the hilt. They're, they're going to be blossoming in front of our eyes. Blossoming. There'll be buds everywhere. Oh, boy. We've, we've done so well. We've well, done so well. Well, I've been welcome, saving friends. it. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Why? Uh, right. Okay, Chris, have you got any ideas about of what you're looking forward to? Well, obviously, after a successful election campaign, LCU's posters will appear in all of the federal starports to yes. celebrate his victory. Um, <laughs> apart from that, um, I'm hoping. I'm you know in my head, I'm kind of hoping for something on foot around about those matrix sites. I don't know whether there will be, but I'm I'm sort of hoping for that as we we spoke about earlier. Yeah, Indeed. I must admit, I'm I'm hoping for something definitely around those matrix sites, and maybe something extra with the titans. But uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and mm. see. I am looking forward to the difficulty of the glaives and uh, scythes <laughs> being wound back down to their pre-update 16 levels at the Titan. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Thargoid Matrix sites turning into the things we saw in the little sneak peek trailer and working mm. out what we can do mm. at those places. Hopefully there's please, something to penetrate Please as well. let us do something at those places. Please don't just let it transform into those and there's still nothing to do there. That would be very depressing. Maybe caustic sinks being purchasable somewhere. Yeah, sure. That's, Why not? That's something I'm going to add to my list. Sorry, I'm being greedy. I'm adding even more to my list. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Well, it has been, what, six, uh, six months at least. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think someone's going to have to take over from this point because I think my nose is going to explode. <laughs> All right. Okay. Shall we go down the community feedback to the sure, question? Sure, let's do it. Week? Let's do it. Cool. Good stuff. Colin, you're um, up first. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> shall, I, shall I do Colin's for him? You do Colin's. Yeah, I'll switch the names around. Some bloke called um, Bean Mess Woodward said, uh, I think that Tharg the Mighty is putting her hat into the federal presidential election. They will stand on a platform of unity and crunchy snacks for all. Thank you, Bean, for your fascinating input <laughs> and we'll see you again soon hope everything's okay um, 
Um, uh, Epaphis says that something is bound to happen during the election so Hesitant can hold on to power for a little longer. Um, they suspect whatever is happening at the Thargoid Barnacle Matrix sites will give the Thargoids a stronger foothold to push us back. Colin again. I'm guessing he's still sneezing. I shall stand in for all the Collins at this point. <laughs> Why is there Colin twice in a row? That seems very unfair. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, breaking news. Man. Breaking news. This is from Mart Gamer. Breaking news. Update 17 brings a swift end to the Thargoid Sleeper Sapien plans when they find out their bigger phrase, Prime Big Deal, has already been copyrighted by Amazon Intergalactic. Bezos declares checkmate. <laughs> Amazing. Incredible. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Zelif, uh, my predictions for update 17 are that I don't notice there has been a patch. I generally just follow the Galnet news articles while exploring in the black. I never seem to get any updates. Oh, well, you get some maybe you'll see a cutscene. <laughs> can we get some comments on update 17 for Zelif? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, oh, it's me. <laughs> Silas Rezzi says, um, probably Davina McColl making sure her birthday party guests can visit and not make the usual no permit in it, mate, excuse. Very valid point. Very, very valid point. We have um, Cohorn that says, um, I predict a timed challenge slash puzzle at the matured Barnacle Matrix sites. Probably including new soundtracks to grind on our nerves. With the bigger Thargoid drone using Seeker missiles, which cannot be countered via PD turrets, it will be incredibly difficult for solo players. Oh, wow, yeah. Can you imagine trying to drive around in an SRV and missiles that you can't counter? Yes. <laughs> so, so we need like an anti-missile turret that can be attached to SRVs. Well, I will add it to the list with the fluffy dice. Well, um, you need a point defense turret. Uh, like a point defense for SRVs, like an SRV point defense, pew pew defense. Yes. <laughs> uh, What's the soundtrack grinding on our nerves reference? Is that? I don't know. I think I, th- I. I don't know. I assume. Um, I'm going to assume that um, Cohorn does a lot of things where he repeats stuff over and over again, and he hasn't turned the soundtrack off yet. Yeah, I guess the Guardian sites can get a bit samey if you do a lot of them. Possibly. Anyway. Uh, happy moon monkey uh, a halloween update mega ship mystery new generation ship found fargoid attacked but with too many innocent clues leading to an actual conclusion to actual conclusion being humans resurgence of pirate attacks from the mysterious consortium and as a result of destabilization of the bubble from fargoid and elections also panther clipper it's a Yay! shaver it's, it's a Everybody shaver drink. everyone it's a shaver. <laughs> there is, there is. Halloween, of course, I forgot that. Uh, Halloween stuff, Halloween mystery stuff. I want to say Rhyme NZ. If we are getting a permit for Sol, I'm guessing Sol Earth is going to get attacked by Thargoids. Yeah, me too, I feel. <laughs> if the Mars artifact is still in Sol, maybe something involving that too. Oh, yeah. It's a very old artifact. Does it predate the Thargoids? Colin, I feel, knows this. Um, yeah, it does. It, it's uh, it, it was an artifact. It's very 2001. It's sort of the, the, Is it a monolith? Yeah, it's sort of this thing that they found on Mars that they, they, they don't know anything about. So, Is it, In it, fact, do you, could, could it be a little joke? Could it be a sort of in-joke in reference to the monolith? 
I mean, oh, it, it probably is. But right. then again, what happens if you reanalyze it and it's very barnacle-like? Mm. Ooh. Um, we have Chebs Will, um, who um, says a severe Thargoid counterattack, and I'm still hoping for landing on Ammonia Worlds. At least we should be able to get drinks at the bar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Someone's been talking to Ben. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that, yeah, this is a... Uh, at the moment, we're kind of pushing the Thargoids back quite a lot at the moment. I think it's about time for a twist to come in. So, yeah. So, that brings us to the end of the, the feedback that we've got. Thank you for everybody who took the time to reply to us either on Twitter and on um, and on our Discord. So, thank you very much. Uh, does anybody have any other business they would like to quickly t- uh, touch on? Nope. Uh, don't well, forget to back up your key binds. Oh, yes. That's always a good, always a good piece of advice and uh, if anybody continues want to see me being schooled by my son at how to be an F1 manager normally we stream at about six o'clock on a Thursday so <laughs> it just goes to show my in- absolutely incompetence at, at being able to to uh, get cars to go around this track very fast but uh, you know <laughs> uh, I suppose it's fun for me to be taking down a peg or two. Anyway, um, shout-outs. Uh, our sister station, Hot and Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday from uh, 8.30. You can tune in at twitch.tv Hot and Orbital Truckers. Or if you just want the audio, go to radio.forthemug.com. For the discerning commander who likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash EliteDangerousCQC. We're also giving shout-outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts, or podcasts that feature Elite Dangerous. So that's the Guard Frequency, who do other podcasts as well. Uh, Other podcasts? No, other (laughs) other space games as well. Uh, And, of course, the lovely cheese-loving Loose Screws. So... uh, uh, always give them a listen uh, so following this we have the latest Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Wotherspoon and the Commander the wonderful Commander Beetlejuice who's in our chat uh, well thanks to everybody who's chipped in in the Twitch chat and Chris what in-game commanders have sullied your presence uh, people who have come in to check on me at the bar we have had Andy Sharp 42 and William Solo cool excellent so and as usual and Elvis Oh, and, and Elvis. Elvis. 100% Elvis. 100% Elvis, quite accurate. The man down the, the chip shop says he's Elvis. <laughs> uh, so, special thanks also goes to Commander Tokoso, Jay and Trax, and Alan Stroud, who have all created music that we use in this show. But that is it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can find the contact links in the home slash contact us menu of the laveradio.com website. Uh, do let us know if you have any questions or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Uh, Live Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out live, hopefully, at laveradio.com. <laughs> slash live so thanks to uh, Commander Psychic thanks Colin cheers lads uh, thanks of course to Commander Alec Turner thanks Colin see you on the other side of update 17 no it's not going to be out it's going to be delayed until like Wednesday and we'll still be talking about it next week optimism <laughs> optimism <laughs> that is me being optimistic <laughs> and of course we've got the Chris Mark 4 you're welcome 
And we'll also thank our today's tech specialist who's got flooded out, and that'll be Commander Ventura. You're welcome. <laughs> so until next time, Commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. October 3309. Aegis has reported that almost all the humans rescued from the Thargoid Titan hive ships and returned to search and rescue contacts have survived the process of being extracted from the alien life support pods. The same cannot be said of the many thousands of humans who were left floating in space after their would-be rescuers were set upon by glaives just after successfully firing the subsurface extraction missile. With the rescuer boosting away, these would-be rescuees were presumably blown up by the Thargoids or carefully collected up again and placed in a more secure subsurface cavity. Aegis explained that its research teams take charge of the rescue humans whom they hatch out of the bio-storage capsules by cracking the shell and removing the comatose inhabitants. The yellow jelly the humans are suspended in is apparently similar to amniotic fluid that provides a buffer against the Thargoid's predominantly ammonia environment. But there are breathing and nutrient tubes as well. After severing the links to this life support system, the released captives typically regain consciousness in about an hour. These recovered individuals are being kept under strict quarantine and a military guard. Aegis has made it clear that it does not want to risk allowing anything Thargoid to infiltrate human society. Healthcare analyst Hamari Gray reports that some of the captives may have been dreaming or even partially aware of their surroundings during their captivity, but that their last clear memory is often a feeling of dread as they struggle to escape their attacked spaceships. An ever-growing list is being compiled of those rescued, 
He just hopes that once it starts publishing the names, it may be able to reunite friends and families with the people it has rescued. Although this will, of course, bearing in mind the history of the mycoid virus, need to be done under careful quarantine conditions. and Rendex have stopped transmitting. What? Ren, what the hell is this about? What do you mean, we're going to escape? Start talking now. The cabins are empty, sir. And I found this. That's the Dominosi net. Nathaniel, Tristan, Osa, what's going on? Now they're on the run, and people they left behind are going to get caught in the crossfire, and I don't plan on either of us going down. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's the only way. She'll never be able to do it. She might. It's worth a shot. Anything is worth a shot. All right, let's regroup. Raya, you got us covered? Eyes in the skies till you say otherwise. If somebody goes down in battle, we keep fighting. If one of us goes down out there, the others have to keep running. A diagram of the specific weak points is included in the brief. Study it and don't miss. They're so quick. Anyone who does miss is dead. Ash, any luck with the snipers? Have any shot you? No? There's your answer. I will speak to them myself. I can deal with... Clearly you can't deal with anything. It's not even a real plan. All you've got is disable chips, run south, keep running south until we reach the biggest slum on the planet. And then what? Live happily ever after. Where's your scientist, Osa? The one who failed to secure the net? Nathaniel is speaking to her now. I wouldn't get too attached if I were you. We're aiming for the Jackwood Undercity. That's hundreds of miles away. Thousands. We won't get there overnight, but that's our destination. Will this be a problem, Vardy? Will you be unfit to serve the deck state? No, sir. I live to serve, sir. Good. Now go. They're already looking for us. That means perimeters. It means searches. It means every agent on the planet has been put on high alert. The Deck's Legacy. Season 2 commences Friday the 27th of October. <laughs> join the stage, Narb, please. No, I'm joining the stage! No! <laughs> I know, he's back. Hopefully, might, like, chat might be able to hear us at some point. There it is! People are saying we're back. <laughs> Bloody Sorry about that. told you they get everywhere. No, 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 it's alright. All right. Right. No, cool. we've, we've got a lot of water and rain and all that going on in the background up in Scotland at the moment, so we're It's all good, it's very, all good. The very... stage just disconnected entirely. We all got booted. Like mid-sentence, right, okay. proper, to- proper Tony Sopranos moment. I'm not <laughs> no, right. that means I'm going to be editing the night. Oh, dear. Anyway, <laughs> oh, Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I, right, I, don't, well, I don't know what it cut, but um, it cut the best bit of the show. Anyone listening did, now would, and missed the section, missed the best bit. <laughs> you were just saying we've only explored not point. 